Welcome to It's a Single Mom Thing, the show for single moms by single moms. This is Sherry, your host, and I am happy you are here today. Remember, it's a single mom thing and not the single thing that stops you. When you look in the mirror, what do you see? I mean, really, girl, what do you see? Do you take the time to take in all the traits that make up you? Or do you quickly cover yourself with makeup to conceal you from you and everyone else? When you look in the mirror, who do you see? What is it that you reflect on when you take in your reflection? Do you see every curve, line, texture, and tone as an imperfection or the perfecting patterns of a person called you? These are questions. A sister must ask another sister because, girl, if you don't define your beauty, the world will certainly define it for you. Welcome back, Solo Mamas, to another episode of It's a Single Mom Thing. So before we get started, I just wanted to remind you that if you like this podcast and know another Solo Mama suffering in silence, you need to share this podcast and Shepherd's Village with her. Remember, we are solo mamas for solo mamas. We all have hurt, we all need healing, and we all need to know that there is hope. So let's get on with our talk. So I went there earlier and I asked you those questions because I don't know about you, but it is hard being a woman in a world that is in your face about your face and how it should look like in every season of your life. Am I right? It's everywhere and everywhere you look. To the extent we ask, who are you wearing and where did you get that look? Well, girl, I don't know about you, but I got mine from Jesus. I'm just saying. Now, don't get me wrong. When I see a sister rocking a look or a must-have hairdo, I may want to try that on for size. But I must consider that may not be the look for me or my size. Why? Because I'm me, all 62 inches. Listen, God created only one Sherry with crazy curly hair, more curves than a winding road, and skin tone that is mine alone. I'm not meant to look like anyone else, and I certainly shouldn't be defining my beauty from a book or a box. So, how do you define the word beauty? If you ask society in high fashion magazines what a beautiful woman looks like to them, they would probably mention or show you a flawless-looking image of a tall, toned model with perfect skin and locks of love. Now, you know in most cases those are extensions, right? With a little Photoshop. Maybe that's how you define beauty, too. So let's take it a step further. As a solo mama, how do you define beauty? I'm guessing it's a mom who has highlighted hair, nails done, her peaches popping and locking her Lululemons. She is glowing and going places you wish you could. She's flawless and perfect. Not my world, sister, and certainly not on my budget. That's a lot of pressure a woman could put on herself on top of the pressure of being a solo parent. As solo mamas and women, it is important to know our worth and value. So, girl, do you value you? As you've heard me say it before, it is your time and dime. How do you want to spend it? I'm guessing as we all have different ways of defining what is or even who is beautiful or not, you don't want to spend it looking at another person or a magazine who tells you who you should be. As you know, girl, beauty is really in the eyes of the beholder, and that looks differently to each person. And honestly, that changes as each season of life changes too. 
I can tell you back in the day, a plump peach, now not the kind that you eat, okay, was not considered beautiful. You follow me, girl? You were made fun of because a girl was considered thick and not ripe for the picking. Today, you see women of all ages, though, are trying to firm up their fanny because by today's standards, that is beautiful. Thank you, Kim K., for that. Give it time, girl. That will change, too, just like the style of those holy jeans that you're wearing. So, if we know beauty changes with trends and time, as does your face, how is beauty defined? Through God's eyes and the one who is unchanging. The Bible says a lot about what God deems as beautiful. And let's go to 1 Peter 3, 4. And it says, But let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is very precious. So let's dwell on that for a minute. The imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit. Our bodies are perishable. Our bodies will age and eventually die. And I am well on my way, sisters. Despite the best facial products, our faces will sag and become wrinkled with each laugh line that outlines your face. Our heads will eventually be covered with gray hairs, or as I like to call it, bling. My silver hair standard, I should be rich, albeit not beautiful if I let you see it. You see, this episode is for me too. Our bodies will change and over time will not look the same on the outside. I know when I look in the mirror these days, the image has changed, but there is so much more being reflected back at me if I choose to see it. Imperishable beauty, that's what's on the inside. The inside is what matters to God. The good fruit we sow in our lives and our hearts is what will last all the way to our death. And we're not talking about peaches here, ladies. In heaven, scripture says, we will get new bodies, but our souls are what will remain. So why do we focus so much on outward appearance? In Psalms 139.14, it says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And in Ephesians 2.10, it says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. So we're fearfully and wonderfully made by the creator of the universe. And he calls us his workmanship. Yet we still doubt our outward beauty. Sometimes we may even doubt our insides too. If only they knew our thoughts, I tell myself, right? So I want to flip the script on that for a second. So do we look at the deep blue ocean and deem it not beautiful? Do we look at the setting sun coloring the sky in oranges and pink and call it ugly? No, we marvel at it and we know its worth. In the same way, we should see our worth and realize the same God who created the ocean waves and the setting sun also created us. Therefore, we are just as beautiful. That's how he sees us. Now let's even take it a step further. In Psalms 139, 13, it says, For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. Ladies, he knitted us. He took his time to put you together, even though you don't feel like you look like you are put together. And I'm guessing after he made you, he broke the mold. You see, that says about us and about beauty is far more important than what society or high fashion or fitness magazine says, and even what we say to ourselves. No matter our height, 
shape, size, complexion, or imperfections. We are all beautiful, regardless of frizz, freckles, and flat fannies. God created us each with our own design and a model that never goes out of style and can be rocked on any runway. God is a God of abundance, and we are all overflowing with beauty. It's time, mamas, to stop putting so much of our focus on outward beauty. God already took care of that when he so intricately and wonderfully designed us. So let's shift our focus to our inside beauty, the imperishable beauty. God tells us in his word what it looks like. He treasures a gentle and quiet spirit over the perfect smoky eye or tanned skin. Now in Proverbs 31.30, he says, Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. We should focus on living our lives for the Lord and being more like Jesus. The fruits of the Spirit and the things of heaven are what we should dwell on and apply to our makeup, to our lives, to get true and lasting beauty. So who you wearing, girl? And how do you define the word beauty? So as I close, I would love for you ladies to share your thoughts. And I would love to hear from you so I could share them in a future podcast. So to do that, you can email me at S-H-E-R-R-Y, that's Sherry, at shepherdsvillage.com. And email me some comments and tell me about someone you see as beautiful and why. Or maybe what do you do to combat society's view of beauty when you are tempted to feel despair over your imperfections? Or what about some practical tips that you could do and share with others to shift their perspective or view of beauty to align with what God would judge as true beauty? Come back next week, ladies. And remember, it's a single mom thing and not the single thing that stops you. Thanks for listening to It's a Single Mom Thing. I hope you enjoyed our time together. If you have more questions on how to have a relationship with Jesus or need prayer, visit us at www.shepherdsvillage.com backslash prayer. For more information and resources, check out our show notes.